Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. The title is Podcasting, Project 9 of the Competent Communicator, 5 to 7 Minutes. I had approximately 11.5 minutes to write a speech for a group of advanced Toastmasters about podcasting. And I just picked my consistently worst speech project in the Competent Communicator Manual. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10 with your host, Kim Cratchy. If you're new to Toastmasters or just curious, this podcast is for you. We examine the Toastmasters education program and add just a few bits of extra information to help you face your fears and step up to the stage with confidence. When you're ready to discover the voice inside you and the leader you can become, Toastmasters will be there. Let's start at the beginning with Toastmasters 101. Yesterday, I was at a club meeting where someone dropped a speech slot. The Toastmaster asked, does anyone have a hip pocket speech? Have you heard the term hip pocket speech yet? It means a speech you've got prepared and ready to give on a moment's notice. One of my mentors told me never turn down a chance to speak, but I didn't have a speech in my hip pocket. I didn't even have pockets, but no one was stepping up. So I raised my hand. Sure. I'll give a speech. Wonderful, the Toastmaster said. What's the title? Which manual? Which project? What's the time? Er, I said, stalling for time. The title is Podcasting, Project 9 of the Competent Communicator, 5 to 7 Minutes. I had approximately 11.5 minutes to write a speech for a group of advanced Toastmasters about podcasting. And I just picked my consistently worst speech project in the Competent Communicator Manual. Persuasion should be easy. After all, people have been studying it since the time of the ancient Greeks, back when it was called the art of rhetoric. I joke with my speech students that there once was a philosopher called Oxyclinus, because the Oxyclean commercials are a prime example of the techniques of persuasion. Go watch one on YouTube, the link is in the show notes, and you'll find repetition, rhetorical questions, demonstrations, emotional appeals, and word choices including rhymes and alliteration. The commercial uses the consumer's pain points to demonstrate the product's power and usefulness. The limited availability along with the additional, but wait, there's more, options are all classic ways to persuade a customer to purchase a product but I'm not so great at this speech. I never seem to do it right because I'd never give a very good call to action at the end. I started my speech by telling a story. One Sunday morning, I was spending way too much time counting the filler words in a sermon than I did considering the content of the message. Have you ever done this? It's a bad Toastmasters habit, but sometimes we just can't resist it especially when it's a presentation that we should be paying attention to and considering its value in our lives, we should not be counting how many times the words you know are abusing our ears. What can you do when you meet someone who desperately needs Toastmasters? 
Toastmasters International says the best way to get someone into Toastmasters is to bring them to a meeting yourself. I find that very challenging in situations like this. How can you tell someone whose profession includes a weekly public address that they need help badly right now? Most people come to Toastmasters because they've realized their need. Some show up because their bosses tell them to. But when I'm afraid of embarrassing someone, I'm hesitant to recommend Toastmasters, even when I know it is the solution to their speaking problems. That's why I created this podcast, Toastmasters 101, to give us a tool to gently encourage people to come to our clubs. Hey, Joe, do you know what a podcast is? It's kind of like a radio program that you can download and listen whenever you want. I heard this great one last week that made me think of you. It's called Toastmasters101.net. You might want to listen. When you, as a Toastmaster, are in this position, you too can refer your friends to Toastmasters101.net. Then I sat down. For 11.5 minutes of prep, I wasn't too disappointed in myself. Then the evaluation began. No clear call to action at the end, the evaluator said. Several people nodded their heads in agreement. What I thought was clear wasn't. The audience didn't know what they should do. They didn't know their takeaway. So what's my takeaway for you? What do I want you to learn from my mistake? First, plan very carefully what you want the audience member to do after the speech is done. Be specific. Be simple. Be concise. I should have said, refer people to Toastmasters101.net podcast to learn about Toastmasters. Now, I went for subtle. Don't go for subtle. Think OxyClean. Make it brilliantly clear what the audience is to do. Second, you need to involve your audience from the very start with a story that emotionally they connect with. Counting filler words during a speech is a very bad habit that Toastmasters tend to fall into when they listen to a speaker. A lot of us do it, even when we know we shouldn't. The Toastmasters in the room connected with this story intensely. They laughed with me when I acted out my struggle listening to a sermon with 37 you knows in 10 minutes, including three in a row. The audience winced with me as I tried to find a way to not insult someone, but tell them that they desperately need to go to Toastmasters. Engage your audience emotions from the very start of a Project 9 speech. Use a personal story that will capture their attention and their hearts. Don't be afraid to go cheesy or dramatic. Just make sure it ties directly to the pain point of the audience and what you want to persuade them to do. Okay, I need to make this simple, concise, specific call of action to you. To present a great Project 9 speech, Use a story that will illustrate the reason why your listeners should do what you tell them to do at the end of your speech. You've been a member of Toastmasters for a few months now. You've been to several meetings and you've seen how your club runs the agenda. You've seen several of your fellow club members stand up and take on the role of Toastmaster of the meeting. This person is the MC, introducing the speakers, the table topics leader, and the general evaluator. This critical role must be filled in order to have a meeting. I hope you've taken the chance to be the Toastmaster of a meeting by now. 
This role is so intimidating that many Toastmasters postpone it until it's practically forced on them. Maybe you can start by trying the general evaluator role first, because you will be doing the same thing in a smaller scale. You'll have the opportunity to introduce each of the evaluators, the timer, the grammarian, and the odd counter if your club has one. Don't forget to get someone to evaluate your performance of the role. There are several slots for Toastmaster of the Meeting and General Evaluator in the Competent Leadership Manual. You will have plenty of practice, and you'll learn to appreciate the value of a prepared speaker introduction. You don't have to wait to fill in that Competent Leadership Manual until after you finish the Competent Communicator Manual. They're meant to be done together. Our whole series of speech projects is put together in this order to prepare you for the big finale. Next week, you put it all together as you get to work and inspire your audience. Meeting adjourned.